Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Tony here to break down the Thunder and Timberwolves game from the last two nights before we finally get rolling to looking a little ahead towards the weekend and the Spurs game. But of course, I want to start off by reminding you about our new partnership, which is with Draft. Uh, We talked about Draft yesterday. It's daily fantasy sports, but instead of being a salary cap league that... You know, researchers and Excel gurus can, you know, use their formulas and dominate with research. Um, it's it's just daily with a with a draft, so you can't have an advantage coming in. You don't know what players you're going to be able to get. It makes daily fantasy sports way easier for people who don't have a ton of time to do it. And it's really fun, and I know me and Adam had a lot of fun in the first night of it. And if you use the code LOPACERS at checkout with draft on your first deposit, you'll receive a free $3 entry into a draft uh, to win some money. We love winning money. Who doesn't love winning money? So as always, use a checkout draft. But let's dive into the first game of the two the Pacers had this week against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, the Pacers went to Minnesota on Tuesday, and it was announced about half an hour before the game that Minnesota superstar wing Jimmy Butler would uh, be missing the game due to an injury, which sort of changed the optics of the game in general just because I know a lot of my focus was can they can they keep up on the wings because Wiggins and Butler are going to be so much better than Bojan and Vic, but now if the starters for the, for the Minnesota Timberwolves were uh, Andrew Wiggins and Shabazz Muhammad, that gave the Pacers a much bigger chance to A, score, and B, uh, you know, keep up on defense. So right out of the bat, you could kind of tell the Pacers were uh, were happy to, with, with that injury and how, how it helped them on offense. Bojan especially finally had his best game of the season. He finished with 19 points and shooting 75% from the field on his way to a plus 24 uh, he they're in floppy for him twice to get him some open threes, even though he only made one. He's able to get to the rim with Wiggins on him, and he wasn't awful on defense guarding anybody. He also had five rebounds. Uh, Oladipo has been awesome the whole week. We'll talk about him in the Thunder game and how he played as well. But he was also very good on his way. In 28 minutes, he had 28 points on 11 of 16 shooting and 2 of 4 from 3. Uh, he was a plus 18. He was really nice, and he didn't have any problems with whoever was guarding him, getting to the rim, or uh, even creating for others. I know he only had three assists, but he we just was creating opportunities for others. Uh, Sabonis had a really nice game. He was being guarded by and guarding Carl Anthony Towns, which seemed at first like it would be too much for him to be guarding in space or to be scoring on. But uh, he had another Sabonis 7-for-7 seven seven shooting game, which 2-in-1 season is really nice. And uh, 11 rebounds on his way to a plus 9, 15 points in 25 minutes for Sabonis. So really good game from him in the post. He, uh, once again, was in foul trouble. I know he only finished with three, but a lot of them were early. So they had to force their hand and go to Al Jefferson. But the star of the show was Darren Collison. He had 15 points and 16 assists in his 33 minutes. Uh, shot 54.5% from the field. It was a plus 21, but was really just leading the offense. He was splitting pick and rolls. He was, you know, diamond guys up for threes, getting steals, running for uh, layups, just 
doing it all, looked looked a lot more young and spry than 31, and his shot was falling, so Darren Collison was just a huge threat in this game. Uh, Lance Stevenson, once again, was uh, one of five from the field. His shooting woes this year seemed to uh, be carrying on through those first four games. He was the only negative on the team at minus eight. Every single other player was positive, so that's really discouraging to see from him, but uh, this, the game flow was interesting at the very beginning. The Pacers looked great against the Timberwolves starters before you know the Timberwolves bench kind of made a run against T.J. Leaf and some of those uh, Al Jefferson and some of those worst bench defenders. But uh, in the second half, the the Pacers got a nice lead in the in the middle to the late third quarter and just never looked back. They really looked uh, good as a team the whole way through. They didn't sh- they shot pretty uh, pretty good from three. Corey Joseph especially five of six from deep and they needed a game like this because you know the three-point shooting hadn't really been there for them uh especially on the glass too is another area they were finally able to succeed they had 42 rebounds versus minnesota's 27 and there it is for me you know i'm watching this uh they won the rebounds and they won the game which means there is still a perfect correlation between winning the rebounds battle and winning the game uh carl anthony towns was having a really nice game in the first half and then he completely fell off in the second half his defense was so bad they had to take him out a little bit because of fouls he ended up finishing with four and he just wasn't uh you know himself in the second half his shot wasn't falling as much so uh, Corey Joseph was a big guy off the bench, like I just said, with that 5 of 6 from deep on his way to 21 points. He was a plus 12. He's always awesome. He's always really good at shutting down the bench unit's guards. And in a pleasant surprise, you know, the Pacers ended up winning the game 130 to 107. Uh, me and Adam both predicted the Timberwolves to win by double digits. So, with I mean, Jimmy Butler being out obviously changed the optics of our predictions, but it was still very impressive by the team to come out and just blow the doors off of this Minnesota team on the road. So it was really good, and then it was the Paul George revenge game, which I'll get back to right after this ad. Napa it takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. All right, and we're back to talk about the Wednesday game the Pacers just played against the Thunder. I just finished watching it. I'm very tired, so I'm sorry if I sound lethargic or anything like that. But uh, they just lost the game 114-96, which is hilariously the exact same score that they were defeated by the Trailblazers with. Victor Oladipo and DeMontis Sabonis got a nice warm welcome back to their old home uh, in Oklahoma by the Chesapeake Bay, or Chesapeake Energy Arena, excuse me. But of course, this game was marred by the narrative of the Paul George versus his old team game. Uh, George was in foul trouble early. He didn't get to play a whole lot, only 19 minutes because of it, and he actually did end up fouling out and being a minus two. But he was four of eight from the field and made two of his three free throw attempts on his way to 10 points. Uh, that he didn't play amazing. He was the foul trouble really made him uh, have trouble getting into a rhythm. Uh, Sabonis, same thing, foul trouble. He had five fouls, but he had 11 rebounds and uh, four points, but. Sabonis is a big problem, and apparently it's the Chesapeake Energy Arena because he was not too good there last year. He was one of nine from the field. The shot was just not falling for him. He ended up being a minus 11 and only playing 18 minutes. The same amount as Al Jefferson is now what you want from from Sabonis. Uh, Victor Oladipo, though, was out to prove that he was 
was uh, you know an underutilized player in Oklahoma City last year. He had 35 points on 11 of 18 shooting, five of eight from three, which was huge. Uh, you know, he just has it seems like he's had a chip on his shoulder the whole season. And he finally wants to prove he's a star in the league, and he's absolutely balling. He's showing off some speed. He was able to get by Andre Robertson, whatever he wanted. Knocking down a three is not something you ever thought he'd you know do and do a lot of. Five of eight is a nice volume game. Another guy who had a nice game is Thaddeus Young, three of six from deep, uh, 14 points in 33 minutes, and they kept pu- putting him in the game to match up with Carmelo Anthony specifically. It was a matchup sub every time, so good on Nate McMillan there. Uh, someone who did not have a good game was Bojan. He, in 28 minutes, was zero for seven from the field, on his way to only four points. Uh, not good at all. Five turnovers led the team in turnovers. Just Really not good Bojan game. Lance, 2 of 7. He has just got to stop shooting so much if he's going to be missing. His defense wasn't even that welcome in this game. He just did not look very good. No one was really a world beater off the bench, and it made it hard because the starters weren't playing amazing either. But, of course, Russell Westbrook, the guy who obviously just destroys the Pacers with his incredible stats, uh, had another triple-double, 28 points, 16 assists, 10 rebounds, and a plus 27 in 35 minutes. He's the MVP for a reason. He was amazing. And, uh, you know, George fouled out, but Melo had 28 points on a 9-17 shooting and with Russ's triple-double. You could see the big three really working for Oklahoma City. Uh, also, Steven Adams had 17 points and 11 rebounds, and he just seems to fit so well with this team. His pick-and-roll ability is fantastic, and he kept killing the Pacers because he's faster than Jefferson and stronger than Sabonis. So he had no trouble doing whatever he wanted on offense. And on defense, he's just a huge anchor who – is in the way and is just, you know, a nice guy that they know they're going to have behind them under the basket. Um, no one else really blew me away on the Thunder. Alex Sabrinas, I think, has the prettiest looking jump shot in the NBA, but that's not uh, what this is about. But yeah, the, the, not the best game from the Pacers. You could kind of tell it was a back to back. They kind of looked slow, especially some of the bench guys, ironically. So at the end of the game, they closed out with some Poitras and Joe Young and EK and all those guys who rarely ever play, but. Not the best showing, but on the second end of a road back-to-back, you know, it was kind of a scheduled loss. It was what you'd expect to see from the team on the second night of a a back-to-back. So, tough to see, but the Thunder probably better than them anyway. So, they were able to hang in there, and Vic had a great game. So, uh, yeah, we'll look forward to previewing the Spurs game tomorrow. Or, well, I'm recording it tomorrow, but that episode will come out on Saturday. Uh, Adam will have an update for you guys tomorrow with a little more in-depth breakdown about these two games. Uh, remember to use the code LOPACERS when using draft to get a $3 entry into a free draft and have a great rest of your Thursday.